So the 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 women are naked. They are being held down by five other women in DOS. The sixth woman uh, sixth woman records this on her cell phone uh, later to for posterity and for submission uh, to Keith. Afterward, they pose together and take a picture and send it to Keith like a Freddy Krueger Christmas fridge photo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey daddy, here. Hey daddy, here are my scars. <laughs> this whole thing just sounds like a John Mellencamp song. It's <laughs> so good. Sometimes love don't feel like it should make it blister so good. Yeah. Written by a fucking serial killer. Yeah. 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 So Little all pink houses on your hip. <laughs> That's Little like pink scars on your hip. <laughs> the song that Jack wrote or something. <laughs> Tell story. Yeah, the guy that washes out of that song. Yeah. <laughs> about Keith and Karen. <laughs> Two American kids. Uh, hey, is that burning skin? <laughs> mm, smells so good. <laughs> Hey, welcome to Blood on the Sand. I'm your host, Michael Johnson. It's with me as always, my other host, uh, Bob Keen. What's happening? And our third host, playing the playing the tunes. Uh, this sounds familiar. Mr. Andre Hashem. Howdy. <laughs> He's gone wild. Uh, yeah, I've gone insane. <laughs> this podcast has gone wild. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're Blood on the Sand, where we uh, bring all your favorite uh, blood and uh, murder and everything on the tropical places uh, all over the world. Yeah, the most beautiful places with the most horrific things happening in them. Yeah, like this. <laughs> like uh, like Comedy Central at 3 a.m. in 2004. This <laughs> Nail on the head. <laughs> right between uh, episodes of Insomniac, uh, Blood on the Sand is here to for only nine ninety five a month or do you think, whatever. Do you think Joe Francis was too respectful to women? Well, check out Nixium. <laughs> Keith Ranieri, the <laughs> the autistic Hugh Hefner. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're talking about uh, Nixium still. We we have uh, a couple episodes left. Um, this episode. So just to recap, actually, where we are. Last episode, we went completely off the rails because that's what Keith did. He tried to take over the world a couple times. Um, <laughs> he but, tried to start a few dictators, but yeah, they didn't, he started with. They didn't it was like with grow. Libya and a failed thing in Mexico, sort of. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like we're gonna get back to that Mexico thing, right? These yeah, lazy mercenaries. Yeah, we're, we're coming. We're coming back to Mexico because this. Uh, he 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 went global. This is blood on the sand. So we gotta we had to have some attachment to it. Yeah. Can't all happen in Albany, <laughs> <laughs> the great beachfront property of Albany, New York, mm, tropical Albany. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, last week we covered how his wonderful uh, genius and mathematical algorithms just blew through sixty five million dollars in like a heartbeat and also like a, another million and a half of one of his girlfriend's life savings and how all of that blew up and how it was very unpleasant for her. Uh, if you want the skinny on that, uh, go back and listen to episode five. We're very bingeable. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, I'm binging during most of the episodes. <laughs> Uh, take a shot, everybody. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, and if uh, and if you want to hear us uh, in our respect for women ourselves, because you know we we respect women. Listen We're to episode woke. three. Yes, I very was woke. I was raised by a mother, so wow. <laughs> well then I can't be sexist. <laughs> I Check was raised liberals. by a mother. Yeah, yeah. How do you like that? So so just to recap, in last episode, he tried to take over the world. Yes. 
Uh, he had uh, he had he had one of his like patsies that was like the son of the former president of Mexico, who was apparently the most corrupt president in the history of Mexico, I, which I, is saying something. I look back on the timeline on that. That was the president of Mexico and the party. Uh, I think it was PRI. Uh, if you're familiar with any uh, Rage Against the Machine songs, he's the one they were bitching about in uh, in. Uh, what was it? Uh, People of the Sun. Really? That, hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a big, like the whole Chiapas uprising and shit that happened on that guy's watch. Wow. And so his son somehow made a better decision than his father <laughs> did because I'm 99% sure they didn't kill as many ethnic Guatemalans uh, 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 in Nixium. Hey. But then again, we're not done. No. Oh, well. It's right. altogether possible. Yes. And is it? Is it possible? Well, a few more people die. <laughs> oh well, you know that's gonna um, happen with every some cult. some some in old life, some before being born. Ah, <laughs> oh, lovely! In this episode, those are my favorite kind. <laughs> so, uh, right. So, I, I'm gonna jump into this. Just just follow me with for me with a second. So, March 26, 2018, Keith is arrested in Mexico. All right, he's there with uh, after a 2017 New York Times article came out revealing all the branding and serious allegations of sexual abuse when he flies down he flies down with one of his pregnant harem members the daughter of a prominent mexican family her name is mariana who is mariana to get to her we first have to tell the story of her sister danny first off how do you arouse suspicion if you're with a pregnant mexican girl <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's not a rip. It's, it, 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 they, have, they have lovely children. They grow up to be lovely people. I'm saying there's a lot of them, and that happens a lot. The, yeah. I feel like that would be the most, the least suspicious thing here. Yeah. The well, Irish do the same thing. It's a Catholic thing. Well, the, it's not racial. Like I, she's not the suspicious one. It's the fact that she's with a long-haired, like, that's weird. That's true. No, <laughs> yeah, guy. The Abuelita no. would not be happy about that. No. So, well. Who, uh, Hillary Clinton? <laughs> Kill so, that baby. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode, I really want to, it starts actually with Daniela, because that's all, it, This she kind of starts a storyline that kind of ends up with the culmination of the end of this thing. So Daniela X, we'll call her X, uh, took a Nixium semin seminar in Monterey, Mexico in 2002 when she was 16. Um, oh, of course, keep them keep them young. That's how, that's how Keith likes it. I mean, yeah. yeah, he's basically yeah, he's a dazed and confused, you know. Yeah, she heard about it in the second semester. <laughs> I'm um that's I'm um I'm uh, I love cult sex cults because because uh, uh, chicks uh, I'm uh, I'm I raping kids. <laughs> uh, I like brainwashed girls, man. I keep getting older, stay they stay the same IQ. <laughs> I'm two forty. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Guinness Book of World Record in, uh, Aust in Australia, Australia. Australia. <laughs> um, so her parents had always been taking self-help programs, and they kind of dragged her to a few of them. And they and Nixium happened to to be one of the ones, uh, and they liked it because it seemed like a scientific approach. And Keith was the smartest man in the world. If this is your fourth, <laughs> if this is your fourth self-help thing, maybe you're the problem. <laughs> You deserve whatever you get. If like it's like the fourth bar, it's like yeah, let's go to the four a.m. spot. You should have gone home at one. Oh, like yeah, you and I have made that fucking poor oh, decision all the time. All, all three of us really. Yeah. Uh, Frankly, we'd be making it more often if we were still allowed to. Well, he 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 ran into the most trouble at a two a.m. bar. So, uh, <laughs> it really doesn't matter what time it is. Really, <laughs> well, there's a Puerto Rican with a knife. It can always be four a.m. wherever you are at yes. any time. <laughs> Just depends on who you piss off. 
Because I don't always get stabbed in the neck, but when I do, it's always a Puerto Rican. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it's not far off. Look, <laughs> we all see the scar. Uh, from Dolder's show too. <laughs> Strong. We can cut that out. Yeah, no, that's um, getting cut. <laughs> All right, so um, she also believed that Keith was living a, a total life of renunciation, like giving up any materialistic trappings, <laughs> and, and that there was no sexual, quote, no kind of sexuality around Keith. <laughs> to be fair, he doesn't seem like yeah. he has it, but I, 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 he could be in the middle of fucking and there wouldn't be any sexuality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how a, like a sexy girl is called like a trap? Yeah. He's like the same thing. Just yeah. With dudes. <laughs> Like, oh, he can he him getting pussy? No, There's that's no ridiculous. Way. I think if he was if he was functional and like coming up today, like fifteen years, twenty years later than when he first started, he'd come up as a male feminist. Oh yeah, oh no, definitely. I mean, would, yeah, yeah, that's sort of what he was masquerading as. Yeah, he was the he's proto like Jamie male Kilstein. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> actually just, made more money. <laughs> he got just as canceled, and he had way more fun. I think Ranieri had the good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Jamie Kilstein fucking cornered himself until he got canceled for a back rub. <laughs> what a fucking cuck! <laughs> Oh man, Keith was the first male feminist, huh? Yeah, at least Keith. Was Probably not the first one, but he. No, he's, uh, yeah. he's, well, that term. Yeah, he, he's the first Incel. one as we know them now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the that the first like, one to get canceled. <laughs> well, he's, sadly, he, he wasn't the first. No. Nah. <laughs> All right, so um, the Marquis de Sade was very, very into women's rights. <laughs> Oh, we're yeah. We're, there's going to be some bondage stuff. I think that's next episode. But I'm um, into it. <laughs> um, so when uh, when Danny attended the seminar, Lauren Salzman led her seminar, and Lauren uh, found out that Danny wanted to be a computer programmer. So she connected her with the original Karen, Karen Unterreiner, back in New York. Oh. Um, Karen convinces Danny to move up to Albany where so that she can that's already brainwashing so that she can you know like just dedicate herself to studying computer science and also you know do the nixium stuff since she's so into it also yeah so danny ends up actually like down the road becoming like a computer hacker uh, yeah awesome it's uh they use they use her to like break like kind of like hack in when they're like harassing people and stuff like that she like hack into the main people emails and stuff like low level hacking but hacking nonetheless she was the general of the, the, think, of the nixium troll army i think she probably just figures out what people's passwords are yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's just like a simple trojan virus or something that everyone Half just, of them are just one two three computer. four yeah <laughs> that's my pen so uh karen convinces danny to move to clifton park which she does and when she get there keith knows her name as it exceedingly nice and attentive um, after a while, her older sister, Mariana, decides that she wants to take a year off of school to become a model, but really she's just depressed and drinking a lot. So every model taking a year off of school, she's like, you Christ. know, I could really use a hookup on heroin. Hey, you have a camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sexy, right? Well, <laughs> everyone fucks me. Yeah. So I must be sexy. <laughs> yeah. If I do enough of this, I'll be skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck my tits floppy and my belly flat. Yeah. So she's depressed and drinking a lot. So Danny convinces her to come to Clifton Park to, Park to get her mind right, and it works. Karen yeah. Un- and Karen Unterreiner and Pam Kafritz supervise Mariana's care, and Mariana gets her shit together. And really, what it is, they're like showering her in expensive gifts, and because her sister Mariana is very attractive, we're gonna get to Danny being maybe a little bit 
uh, on a sliding scale because Keith makes her go through some hoops. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, that's what Listen, you got to do. Tens, get this ramp. You're going up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you take the model entrance, you yeah. know. It just happens to be five when flights it, of steps. Keith Ranieri seems like the kind of guy who rates a chick one through ten, but he can show his work. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's decimals and shit. Yeah, there's like, yeah, every part has like its own rating has, system. Yeah. And I, <laughs> He's like pro football focus analytics, but for. It's like a quarterback rating. It's actually like <laughs> like, like 100% is actually 148.3. Yeah, yeah. And nobody really knows that. <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody really knows. He doesn't know the equation. Yeah. But he plugged it in somewhere, some kind of AI. And uh, yeah, your butt's good enough. Yeah. It, and it also <laughs> lost a bunch of money on the stock market, but it rates women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you don't. Uh, yeah, you're not investing in futures. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that everybody is. starts at a perfect rating, but yeah. we're just measuring the decline. That is, the I'm in the shortening returns. If, if, there. A, if an algorithm could be a big Joe Rogan fan, this would be the algorithm. <laughs> Shit. All right. So, um, so somewhere along the lines, uh, Danny steals money from Nixium headquarters. Uh, she says there's all this cash lying around the office. People were paying for Nixium classes in cash. Uh, <laughs> and that one Probably day she, for the best. Right. Well, that's how you keep all this shit off the books. Yeah. Oh, and, your credit uh, rating is pretty shit if you get the, get to this point. Yeah. We can't save the world in like with our credit cards. <laughs> what are you, something. stupid? What are you fucking, haven't you seen Fight Club? We need cash. Yeah. They can track that other stuff. Yeah. We can't save the world if we have to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like Ayn Rand? Anyway, let's fuck. <laughs> We can't get into that again. <laughs> yeah, once you fuck a couple libertarians, you got to be over it, you know? Yeah. How are the roads built? <laughs> so one day she opens a drawer and there's thousands of dollars in it and she like can't can't help it. She takes it and that obviously gets caught. Now, Pam Kafritz and she gets caught on uh, security cameras. Yeah. And Pam Kafritz and other, several other harem members find out, tell Keith and like obviously, you know, it's kind of a big hubbub. They just rag the shit out of her but keith is incredibly kind and sympathetic and he's like look people make mistakes uh they quote unquote <laughs> aggressively push her to make amends <laughs> even though she's returned all the money and uh yeah and then essentially daniela later when she's testifying thinks that this whole thing was orchestrated to make keith look like a good guy in her eyes as part of a grooming right. process that that would fit with his mo rather quickly well yeah i was about to say like what she got caught stealing and then they gave her a promotion like they only <laughs> like you're in a fucking criminal organization it's yeah. like <laughs> hey look if you've ever been in a criminal organization no matter where you are they love a good redemption story yeah. well they also love uh knowing that they that you skim. have something on them yeah. yes like, yes yeah. also oh, helpful oh you skim oh you're in charge of the books now <laughs> oh yeah because you know we're watching you they're they they got some shit there and they're gonna keep getting more on her that she gets pretty oh, yeah. she gets pretty wrapped up so that's no. all when dan danny uh danny is 16 uh when danny is 17 things take a turn there's a text message from keith saying aren't you too young to be doing this question mark maybe not three exclamation four exclamation points Whoa. sorry Whoa. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't. Well, I, I see. It's good. <clears throat> it's good to see what Drake would be like if he couldn't rhyme. <laughs> yeah, he first kissed a then seventeen-year-old Daniela during a conversation about her mother wanting to move out of the family home. That's a sexy conversation. Wow, that's. I mean, 
say what you will, that's a pretty advanced game to pivot that conversation. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, you know what else you want to move out of? Your virginity. (laughs) (laughs) And into mine. Saying that. (laughs) Yep. And uh, we're that that'll be a callback because she is a virgin for now. Uh, Oh wow. (laughs) Um, what kind of sex cult would let her stay one? You know? Yeah, exactly. Bob knew. Yeah. So <laughs> you're almost too too ahead of the curve. I hate being. I, I'm way too ahead of the curve. I will have you know. That's uh, that. I don't like that about myself. Anyway, yeah. let's move to something yeah. probably creepier. Yep. So Daniela said she felt nothing. Uh, quote felt nothing about the kiss itself. Uh, oh, I thought his dick. But but she was uh, excited and flattered to be chosen by someone she believed again was the smartest person on the planet. She's fucking seventeen. Uh, so <laughs> we all believe stupid shit. At We've 17. all convinced the seventeen-year-old we're the smartest person on the planet. I mean, you know, it's... listen, I have a I have a driver's license. All right, guys. <laughs> so Danny later is real pretty sure that Keith is solely interested in her because of her virginity because he nicknamed her Norelco after the shaver because <laughs> she doesn't have pubes yet. Okay, it got creepier. Wait, it got so you, much creepier. Yeah, could you repeat that with the porno music? <laughs> yep. <laughs> she, I feel like everyone listening d- d- didn't really understand. You're not creeped what you said. out enough yet. Yeah. All right. So later, Danny uh, is testifies to being pretty sure that Keith is only interested in her because she's a virgin, uh, because he nicknames her Norelco after the shaver because she doesn't have any pubes left. Oh, God. Or pubes yet. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, no pubes left. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. He starts asking her stuff like, what do you want for your 18th birthday, implying that it would be sex with Keith. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> So, oh my god! Oh, this is too real now. But that bass line, <laughs> every time, every time the fucking sick bass line. Why is line. the music getting hornier with the worse it gets? <laughs> um, we're we're gonna get back to it because uh, oh the, good yeah this is, so again like I said while this is going on the uh, Mariana is being showered in really expensive gifts. Um, and and I th- and again I think they're harder on Danny because. Keith says in order for them to have sex, she has to be under 155. Oh, um, that's the he measures by weight, not age. Yeah, oh, yeah. inches? <laughs> no, 155 pounds. Oh. So uh, this is a quote. He um I needed to lose weight. He said that um for him to share his sexual energy, he was very sensitive to that. So when a woman was overweight, fat, it disrupted his energy. <laughs> Uh, he said she needed to weigh 155 pounds, at least 155, or at most 155 pounds in order to have sex on her 18th birthday, um, which she tried to attain by dieting, dieting and taking laxatives uh, to no So avail. no anal. No anal, then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really fuck up the black leather couch in his office. <laughs> or does it make it easier to clear out the anima or whatever? Uh, I don't know. It depends on what he's into, I guess. Uh, you're, thinking, you're, you're thinking too much. Yeah. If, there's, if there's a tarp on the couch, we know what he was planning. <laughs> so Daniela says, he said, you don't care about me. You care more to eat food, more than you care about me. Wow. Always a red flag. <laughs> How dare you care about your own... Uh, if, Nutrients or you whatever. You hold your breath when you fuck me. You're, I'm not gonna be cucked <laughs> by oxygen. <laughs> I'm the only thing entering your body. Oh no. Mm. No more of those thoughts either. Uh, uh. Hey, you remember how Christmas sucks? 
in this story? Yeah, yeah. Christmas always seems to Yeah, suck. December 25th, 2004. Keith always or- bad when there's a date. Yeah. Keith orchestrates a threesome between Daniela himself and her older sister, Mariana. It's the uh, most wonderful time of the year. Well, why, why, why are you crying? It's just your relation. Imagine well, you didn't fuck your mother All right. when you're the present. You want me to get there, Mike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you're the present being opened. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, that's, Jesus. That's... You didn't even wrap it. <laughs> oh, you I know never, you didn't wrap it. I never do. <laughs> you can't feel it when there's a bow on it. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So Daniela is already in a sexual relationship with Keith and found out that Mariana also is, but they're kept in separate houses so they can't discuss it. Uh, on Christmas, Daniela is invited over to have a nap with uh, Keith and Mariana. Uh, Keith starts kissing and touching her and her sister and then pulling down his pants, and that makes Daniela burst into tears. Ah. <laughs> Natural reaction? Yes. I feel like everyone should do this. And he's like, yeah, I made her squirt. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do was take down my pants. She squirted right out of her eyes. <laughs> Telling them fucking, yeah, the, the, the SOP bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us again, Keith, how you made her squirt. <laughs> Tragically. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, quote from Mariana. I, I started crying. She started crying. It was messed up. I felt dirty, bad, and wrong. Uh, Mar- Ranieri, uh, Keith just takes Mariana away and leaves Daniela just crying. They just walk out. <laughs> so, You're being a real bummer right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take your sister into the other room so you can hear what we're doing. I feel like, yeah, this is one of those things where it's like when you know like some siblings, like they love each other, but they also fucking hate each other. Like I can't. <laughs> this is a quick way to turn that four dimensional. <laughs> so it's like, imagine having beef with your sister, but part of it involves a sexual the, the three-way that didn't go well. And then you got like, well, look, if you can grow up a little, you can join us in the next room. But otherwise, sit here and think about what you did. I, I'm at half master now because of your bummer behavior, young lady. Ugh. Oh, she started, whole, even considering all this is just nauseating. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty rough. This mm-hmm. is brutal. She started crying. I started crying. He started coming. <laughs> That's, uh, no, he kept coming. Yeah. That's going to be the name of her book. comes out <laughs> later this year. I was crying. He was coming. A memoir. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to put a trigger warning at the beginning of this. Oh, yeah. Here's your trigger warning now. Uh, yeah. Play a gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So March 2010... Uh, to April of 2012. That's even worse than a specific date. <laughs> Jesus uh, that is over two years. Daniela is kept locked in her room and forced to starve herself and cut off contact from every single person from the outside world. Uh, fun times in the cult. <laughs> and so, then Keith Ranieri recorded the R in R&B. <laughs> and then Chocolate Factory, and he got off charges. Yeah. So to back up a little bit, uh, Danny uh, described herself as quote unquote kind of asexual up until her 20s obviously because she's probably been disassociated disassociated for sex since losing her virginity but uh in in her 20s she discovers a little bit of tingling for another nixian member named ben myers Ooh, <coughs> how, how hot, hot must yeah, right? <laughs> how hot must that guy be <laughs> holy shit <laughs> where you're like literally to pierce trauma yo <laughs> that might be the sexiest dude who's ever lived or 
He just really looks like his like her dad. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think you can even get through that with a dad look. Uh, I can't imagine Keith would uh, like this at all. No. He's not a fan. No. Um, <laughs> uh, see, the part of the sex cult is that all these people have sex with me, not each other. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, you yeah, don't, that's the I, whole point. It's a dictatorship, that. not an oligarchy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So um, Keith and, and uh, Nancy and Lauren pretty much take control of her parents' house. Uh, they they kind of make her parents so she can't have contact with her parents, but they're all living in the same house. And Lauren, his Salzman, is really her only contact with the outside world. With it's, her parents in the same house. Yes, she's very upset with her parents later. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> uh, makes sense. So Keith is controlling her fucking parents too. Yes, they've the whole family has moved there now. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. He is the Borg. What is this, Rapunzel? <laughs> What is she like looking out the fucking window? No, like, no, he likes that she doesn't have hair. Right. <laughs> and her, it's her vagina. It's her foot. She's throwing down her pubic hair. Just ripping it out in clumps. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I have to tie it together to get a man up here. <laughs> Someone other than the man that's raping me. Oh, that's unpleasant. Yeah, but then when you're in a compound. It doesn't uh, help that when we get back to the narrative exposition, it's not going to get more pleasant. No, no. this is so going to yeah. be plenty of porno music to go around. Mm -hmm. There's more. I have a couple more uh, <laughs> in bold. Uh, the, so, yeah, they enlist. Uh, so at first they take away, quote unquote, indulgences like her phone and computer just to cut her off from the world. They must be watching Fox News. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> they have freezers. <laughs> Uh, they also take away her birth certificate and legal documents uh, and leave her literally with only a pen, paper, and a foam mattress. And remember, she's a Mexican, so she now cannot yes. flee or anything yeah. like that. She only had one set of clothes where she wore for weeks at a time without washing, uh, had barely any contact when she did it was because she would like sneak out and like just try to find something and then like run back in. Um, <laughs> so there's a... Uh, there's a recording played at trial where Keith implies that Daniela's breach was the equivalent as killing a child. He compared, uh, he compared it to a young, her asking for her parents' help to leave the country to a child killer asking to go on vacation, adding that a person with any kind of conscience wouldn't do that. I got a little... Um, little excerpt from trial between the prosecutor and uh, her. The prosecutor asks, did you kill a child? Daniela responds, no. <laughs> the prosecutor asks, what did you do? Daniela responds, I kissed Ben Myers. Ooh. <laughs> the hottest man of all time. So he ben. is equivalenting or whatever the word is that. Yeah. Kissing Ben Myers to... Uh, being Wait, then, murdering, a child. murdering a child and wanting to leave the country. Here's Jesus. the thing, saying, well, she kissed Ben Myers. That's like killing a child is something a seventh grade guy in his first relationship that had his girlfriend kiss another guy who was also in seventh grade. That it, it, oh, That's like an, a seventh grade emo song. It was complete with Ben Myers as the man. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That is a good... <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it makes sense. Where she kissed Ben Myers at the homecoming dance. And like, it never got better again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. It's like she killed my baby. Hey, folks. Andre Hashem here with Blood on the Sand. Just wanted to thank you all on behalf of Mike Johnson and Bob Keane for each and every one of your listens. For everyone that's given us a rate, review, or follow, you are our saviors. 
I even wanted to thank every one of you for all of your unsolicited advice in the DMs. Guess what? There's a great place for that. Make it public. Give us five stars. If you've made it this far, you know you like what we do. All we ask is you give us a follow if you listen on Spotify. Give us five stars if you listen on Apple. Hell, tell us we're garbage and inappropriate in a review. Write it in excruciating detail because you know what? As people, you'd be right. But as a podcast, you know more people should be listening. So please, for their sake, the unknowns, and ours, also the unknowns, help bump us up the charts so all this time researching and making horrific things funny and entertaining for you can be worthwhile. Follow or five stars. We don't know how it works. We just know that's how it works. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Yeah. <laughs> so just to run through the rest of Daniela, that's uh, poor choice of words. Um, at, <laughs> <laughs> at, uh, at one point, she gets pregnant and Pam Confritz uh, takes her to get an abortion with a doctor who's also a Nixium devotee. Um, we'll find out about her in a bit. Um, yeah, keep it in the house. Yeah, later Daniela finds out that her younger sister Camilla uh, also had to have an abortion, and her also her older sister Mariana from the threesome had two abortions. Um, by the way, Mariana now is the mother of Keith's heathen baby. He actually did end up having oh, a child he had a kid. with her. Um, Some dead-eyed hell spawn. <laughs> oh, and I this was too much for the whole thing. But at one point, they do. She does. He does have a threesome with Daniela and her younger teenage sister, at which they both cried during the whole time, quote unquote. But I felt like that was just something we had to just he's been speed taking, right past. Yeah, let's just, let's he's just, he's been it. taking notes from Max Hardcore or something. <laughs> yeah. So she considered killing herself, but one day after hearing birds beneath her window, so you were not wrong with the Rapunzel thing. See, that's oh, what I'm telling, no. telling you. She says, she thought, quote, fuck everybody, fuck you mom, fuck you dad, go fuck yourselves, but I'm going to live. <laughs> How rough is your life when a bird tweeting is like, you know what, this is it. <laughs> fuck everything. Like, have you ever heard a tweet, tweet, tweet in the morning and think, fuck this. Like... <laughs> That was her first thought was fuck this after hearing birds chirp. Well, yeah, it's like a that's old, amazing. It's like an old Greek fucking fairy t- or mythology or something like the the woman the princess was was held captive by the dragon and <laughs> she heard the the chirping of birds. I've and- left a lot of key clubs <laughs> at seven eight nine oh, in the God. morning. Oh, heard yeah. birds chirp and even I wasn't like fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I was like I was like fuck this, but I wanted to shoot them. <laughs> yeah, it was like a passive fuck this. I've never uh, you don't hear birds chirp usually <laughs> when you're still and then and then think fuck this in an active way <laughs> yeah. you think it passively you you like fuck what i just did she's like fuck what i'm about to do <laughs> about to burn this house to the you know, fucking ground <laughs> quick side note this uh one of the things i found out researching this is oh, that God. uh the story of the princess kissing the toad is actually an allegory for blowjobs it's for fellatio <laughs> and so Call kissing the toad so that when you, if you suck a guy's wow. dick he turns into a prince i, I feel <laughs> I feel like that's like sucking guys dick and make him turn into a prince is like that's a Cardi B song being <laughs> waiting to happen. That's the next one, yeah, after her divorce. That's insane. That's and then funny, I kissed though. the toad. <laughs> so that that was just one of the random offshoots that this led me. No, that <laughs> makes sense because like once you kiss his toad, then you, you get married. Yeah, then that's, you get a uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the dream, you know. Yep. You're waiting for that one uh, <laughs> Scandinavian fucking. I kissed a pomper. lot of toads before I found the prince. <laughs> oh man, I'll that, bet you did. Uh, yeah, that puts a whole different spin on that. <laughs> whole different spit on that. 
<laughs> my tongue is still warty. <laughs> yeah, there's warts involved. Yeah. <laughs> just warts. Are you happy to see me? This is, this is just yeah. This is the two a. This is the two a.m. like <laughs> the two a.m. last call ballad of the mi- of the middle e- medieval times. Yeah. So with the birds chirping, she determines she's going to do whatever it takes to get out of the situation. So she determines to like just kiss kiss Keith's kiss. ass. And like all these emails, like just repent in, in emails and, and just daily emails. And and finally, in 2012, he finally allows her to go back to Mexico. Um, she's still sort of in the cult, but at least she's out of captivity. She's in Mexico. She's kind of free. She'll take her um, chances with the Sinaloa cartel. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't uh, manage full extraction. Um uh, until Keith is arrested, uh, and I do have some. I've, I've figured out a couple of the Jane Does, but we're going to keep that all secret. secret. Um, yes, <laughs> thank you. Him and yes, I. Yes, that's de- the part we edit out. No, yeah. him and I had a debate about it. That's fair. Like they're Jane Does, probably for a reason. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. I, I was just proud that I had made the connections, but obviously we can't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel we might like get subpoenaed. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. we might get. It's it might then be I'd have to be drinking you beers. Can, in you the can connect room. the dots if you try hard enough. If you <laughs> listen to us enough, if you listen to this episode fifteen times, you might be an Andre. So that was all uh, well and gross, but I have a bit of a goofy <laughs> sidetrack for you. Yay! Um, awesome. I, what music do you want for it? Porno still? Uh, this is Allison Mack trying to recruit famous people on, by t- on Twitter. Uh, play uh, Girls Gone Wild. I mean, that music that we played at the beginning that is copyright. Copy, uh, not <laughs> not that, that guy's in jail. What is he going to do? Sue us? Fuck well, Joe Francis. I don't, know, I don't know if he owns it. He for sure owns it. He got that for cheap. Oh, okay. Just like he did everything else in the islands. He gave, he gave the steel drum player a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> All right, so Allison Mack, at Allison Mack on Twitter. Storyteller, question asker, music lover, theater goer, movie obsessor, Shakespeare studier, globetrotter, food inhaler, women of 34 and counting. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> food Fuck inhaler? You. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> not at, vomiter, not at 107 pounds <laughs> that Keith makes you stay at. Yeah. Um, I so, don't do squats. July 20. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, it's against the rules. Yeah. <laughs> no butt cheeks. Butt cheeks bring wisdom. I am wisdom. <laughs> oh, man. So July 20th, 2013, at Kelly Clarkson. Uh, I heard through the grapevine that you're a fan of Smallville. I'm a fan of yours as well. I'd love to chat sometime. <laughs> she, she's shooting high, but yeah. Kelly Clarkson would have to do some fasting for Keith. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's, she's a bit thick. She's well, that, back then, she was Back then, she was... Uh, 2013, that was Skinny Clint. Yeah, that was... Uh, oh. Yeah, Bob. Sorry. Hate to be offensive. <laughs> All right. I uh, Hold on. I, I'm going to have to restart this. The, song, oh. yeah, the Girls Gone Wild song isn't long enough for what we're about to hear. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, January 23rd, 2016. At M. Watson. Uh, I'm a fellow actress like yourself. Are you? And involved... <laughs> And involved in an amazing women's movement, I think you dig, aren't you? <laughs> I'd love to chat if you're open. February 19th, 2016, at M. Watson. I participate in a unique human development and women's movement I'd love to tell you about. As follows, as a fellow actress, I can relate, so char- <laughs> character limit. <laughs> I can relate, so at Emma Watson, well, to your vision and what you want to see in the world. I think we could work together. Let me know if you're willing to chat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, there's three all in a row. She's the most annoying person ever. <laughs> Holy oh my God. shit. 
She's uh, shooting high, though, trying to get Emma Watson in them. Oh, yeah, though, here's the third one. At Kathy Jensen, at Emma Watson. Thank you for the bump up. Would love to chat with a fellow change maker. Hashtag International Women's Day. <laughs> oh, wow. no. Um, so. <laughs> and this is why we mock the women of Nixium. Yeah, yeah. Cause they're, they're all terrible. Because they, they all own their own fedoras. <laughs> yeah. She also. Um, and neckbeard somehow. <laughs> Keith oh. is, Keith's like, you got to be thin, but you also have to have a fedora and a neck beard. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But, do you know what incels are? <laughs> <laughs> I've so, heard. So the last one was March 7th, 2016. I don't know if there's any connection, but March 15th, 2017, there's a photo dump online of a bunch of nudes and scantily clad pictures of Emma Watson released to the public, either hacked or someone uh, had them on file. I wonder How? who might have done that. How mm. coincidental. Isn't weird. that weird? Don't piss off Keith. Um, <laughs> he, she also reaches out to Rashida Jones. Uh, with the that is, <laughs> That's the irony, right? She had a whole thing about women getting trafficked. <laughs> the irony. Yeah, it's just like, man, if you can if you can traffic a woman that made hot girls wanted, <laughs> that that's that's uh, that's gold star shit. That is impressive. Yeah, she tried to get uh, Zoe Robin, uh, the writer of uh, Hawaii Five O, who's hot. Kate Davis, a musician who's hot. Author Sarah Kay, spoken word poetry founder and co director of Project Voice, a group dedicated to using spoken word, an educational, inspirational tool, and hot. <laughs> uh, lawyer activist killed Filipovich and hot. Um, I want to read this email. It's a little long. I don't know if I should. It's the most annoying piece of communication I've ever read. And he knows us. <laughs> I, I say read it, dude. Read it. Do you, okay. do you need some music for it? I need it? some music for it. Uh, maybe um, play uh, you've been Dreams. On, you, you've been on group text messages with other Chicago comedians, right? Hot. This I, is that Oh, yeah. I, ex <laughs> I exit those immediately. This is worse. This is... I couldn't exit out of this is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Once it's open, it's in your fucking brain. Shit. So lovely to meet you today. I spoke with my friend Mark all about you and he started teasing me about being a chicken. Why was he teasing me about being a chicken? You may ask. Wait, why was he teasing me about being a chicken? Question mark. You may ask. Question mark. Aww. Well, ellipses, your fucking actresses can't write. <laughs> of course they can. That's why they're actresses. Yeah. They're Honestly, models, it's because I went to ask him and asked him to share with you the value, importance, and details of the intensive workshop I was telling you about uh, instead of doing it myself. Truth be told, this is the most profound and awesome thing I've ever done, and sharing it with people feels very, very vulnerable for me. So instead of stepping up and owning it for myself, I pass the scary part onto my friend. I am sharing with this I'm sharing this with you because I know how much you appreciate honesty and transparency. <laughs> what the fuck? I really believe you would love what we do. I believe we offer the most incredible tools you can find to attain joy and inner peace. It is the most effective thing I have ever come across, and I think it might help close some gaps you might be finding. I would love to share even more with you and see if some... Wait, hold on. <laughs> Run on. Ah! <laughs> Uh, I would love to share even more with you and see if this is something you would want to come and participate in. We have a workshop June 6th in LA across the street from Whole Foods on Wilshire. <laughs> it's, it is perfect for you since you will be laid up anyway. Five days, 
12 hours a day of mind-blowing, earth-shifting, heart-expanding work. Wow. If this does interest you, let me know. I can be a big girl and give you all the details you may need to come. <laughs> if this doesn't interest you, that's fine too. But I wanted to step up to the plate and put it out there myself. Wow. Look at that. Becoming a woman. Smiley face. It was really nice connecting with you today. You felt very familiar to me, and I like that. Let me know what you want to do. Hope your night was great. Sleep well. Allison. That's, that's, Jesus that's, Christ. that's the most obnoxious, like grammatically and otherwise, the most obnoxious piece of com- communication ever done over the internet that doesn't include a link to like a Cam Soda account or Kick <laughs> or my cash app is, or Facebook won't let me share my hot pics. Come look me up on OnlyFans or something like that. Jesus fucking, that's a Russian bot, but a person. No, it was. It's definitely an improv class. Yeah, I've that's how. Those. Oh my god! Like, hey, oh, Michael, that's... I've noticed that you're into comedy. I'm into comedy too. Do you want to come see my class? This is. The, no, I'm good. The, you can come the, sit in. The people oh. that get ensnared in this are are a study in people that don't delete. <clears throat> hey, you have a message request from somebody who's not your friend on Facebook. Yeah. Who lives in Abu Dhabi or something. <laughs> And if you're like, well, I guess I'll hear them out. This is the that's the type of person you are. Yep. You oh, get so ninety day shit fiance. Like this. Yeah, it's fine. You know what? And again, the good said thing is before. none of those women got ensnared. All of those. But I guarantee you, well, a similar a similar <laughs> message got sent to the women that did get ensnared, yeah. and they are all they all deserve it. You yeah. you read that and you're like, well, let's see what they've got to say. Guess what? You deserve whatever happens to you. Ah. Jesus, gross! I feel like I need to brush my teeth. Here, here's some. Here's well, you some probably bleach. just need to do that anyways. <laughs> Fuck you! I, I brush my teeth now. Right? Yeah, well, he had to oh, get a couple right. of root yeah, canals, the, you know. Yeah. But he, yeah, no, he I learned wa- his lesson. I, I, want, I want a gargle hand sanitizer right now. <laughs> Shit, yeah, in lieu of the cutty sark. Uh, yeah, and then snort the rest of it. Uh, all right, guys, you want to get into some slave stuff? Fine, <laughs> finally, this is what I've been talking about this whole time. Yeah, this is Bob this is, and I look like we get into his few. This is what I've been stuff. tickling my taint over ever since we started. All right, so the Department of Justice says that DOS Dominus Obsequious Sororium was formed in 2015. That's that that's the part of, that has the branding and is a sex cult. Mm-hmm. I think what they mean that's when the branding started. I'm done trying to figure it out because we know that this shit really started way back in at least 2008 and the harem existed way far before then. Anyways, fuck it. We explained it last episode. If you want it, listen to episode five. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you want... Uh, but here is uh, a couple text messages that go directly to the formation of uh, the uh, branding. And we're going to get some porn music. And at this point, we're not talking marketing. We're talking sizzling flesh. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why it's getting hot. Oh, yeah. October 1st, 2015. I think it would be good for you to own a fuck toy slave for me so that you could... That you could groom and use as a tool to pleasure me. Jesus. Who wrote this? Keith. Oh, hell this yeah, all he did. From Keith to uh, one of his slaves. I'm pretty sure it's uh, either Allison or Lauren. 
Uh, Salzman. <laughs> like, is he deciding between which women, or is he trying to remember the name? So they're yeah, they're they're sort of drumming up. This is the beginning of the direct slave gotcha, to gotcha, branding gotcha. Uh, text message conversation. Nice. Um, October 9th, twenty fifteen. <laughs> uh, DOS. Uh, this is to a separate woman who's texting Keith about trying to get into DOS. Yeah. DOS is a secret growing organization, and the women want to be branded with my monogram plus a number. Uh, I don't know the women well, but I command them ultimately. <laughs> oh, this is the most truthful he's ever been. I mean, yeah. really? <laughs> is this like an FBI detective? <laughs> no, these are text messages. Uh, this is awesome. Uh, to another slave, um, I feel badly each time you have to. Oh, each time you have to work hard for me to orgasm. I thought slaves could remove the burden, and I could get you fresh and not worn. Oh yeah, because by the way, now he's impotent. Even <laughs> oh. you're used to a certain. Yeah. By 2015, he is all fucked out, and uh, yeah, there's uh, some of the testimony about this time starts saying that he's having uh, ED and stuff like that, and it takes a lot Weird. to get him going. And psychologists, I've watched, um, I've watched too much porn in my life, and I've had a problem here and there. This guy's been having. He had a minion in high school. Like, yeah. what does it take to excite this guy? Well, I mean, that's that's I going into the research. I'm not a psychologist, but a lot of psychologists were saying that that's one of the reasons that this escalated into yeah. like the 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 branding and more painful stuff because it's like he just yeah. needs to keep pushing boundaries it's sexually. The, it's the Albert Fish situation yeah. where you can't fucking get hard on or come unless you're like shoving a, a nail up your taint or, yeah. Yeah. or yeah. raping a, a kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you have to like be hung on hooks or something like that. Did Do we know that he, oh, did he ever? I think he might have always had ED. Mm. Like, I, pretty, pretty, if your first sexual experience is your mom sucking your dick, I feel like I you're going to, it's not going to work. We're just catching up to that now on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is back in the 80s. Yeah, no, this is back in the 70s. 70s, there you go. I, yeah. Maybe it's a fault in the research. I, this is the first that I had heard of it was around this time. But Do we have any dick pics? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe that's why he's obsessed with them the having, having no pubes. It's like, what yeah, like are you, my mom? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, he was, uh, he was raped when he was a little kid, and that's why he's, like, fucking little kids, because he never grew up. Right. Yeah, Tool has a song about that. Yeah, so yeah. learn to swim. Uh, well, prison sex, <laughs> but yeah. So he then he then asks um, the that very slave, "What are your thoughts slash feelings?" Adding, "All of them have all of the DOS members all have the feeling have slaves in process. Some have several completed." I don't know what completed means, but I think that means I'm not that sure they I need to, to know with this music going on. So the woman res <laughs> the woman responded. I feel insecure, but at the same time, I feel proud of you. You are worthy of following like that. Uh, she also said, I would be proud to stand next to you. To which <laughs> Keith responds, even naked with six other committed naked women. <laughs> so this is like the rampage period. This, like where he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's going off the rails yeah. like at the, this point. The, the, like him admitting to this shit and like saying, like this even, is like. Even in his own head, let alone a private text message. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like a text, like it's not like uh, what's his name, stupid Crystalia, uh, uh, where he's like, "Wait, Snapchats? You can yeah, save those." Yeah, no, this those? guy knows exactly what's going on. He just yeah. stopped giving a shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's not like 2008 where he like made everybody sign NDAs and like he went through all this process. Well, obviously, he's just out in the open. Obviously, now. this is the part where Keith crosses a line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know, listener, if you're anything like me, you're thinking, well, so far, he's just pretty, he's just a libertine. Yeah, yeah, no, this is where, Keith, all right, buddy, now you need to check yourself. All right. Yeah, because you're getting a little off the rails getting here, buddy. a little buddy. off the rails here, this buddy. This seems disrespectful. Hey, yeah. hey, Ranieri, rein it back in, buddy. <laughs> you, uh, you know I always do. <laughs> um, later, that the same uh, future slave asks, are these slaves for you or us? Keith responds with his typical non-answer bullshit. He goes, there are two types. Both types are for us. One type is in the program... You are their master, I am their grandmaster. The other type are very select ones you use to heal us, likely also being of the first type. So it's a pyramid scheme of sex slaves. I, I get that. Well, I mean, he's, he's removing money as the bullshit middleman there. Yeah. No, this is so we weird. We all know what this is about. More? This is so strange. I got two more. Hit it. Uh, okay, I'm asking... The woman responds, Okay, I'm asking because these persons will asking be... Asking for a friend. <laughs> These persons will be in our life forever. <laughs> and she is uncomfortable uh, being recruited by people uh, that already have other slaves. Um, Ranieri, his uh, last kind of wrap this up is having one or two young slaves devoting to revving up my body sexual to Type, it's his sexually? type sexually, but it's, it's he just sexual. To produce more energy would help. It would be their 24-7 job. He misspelled there. <laughs> this guy's a 240 IQ, huh? <laughs> <laughs> this guy can't even spell. Wait, is it there, there, or there? Is he, did he recruit one of those sex slaves as a proofreader? Because she's not doing a very good job. I need you to suck my dick and proofread my emails. <laughs> My text messages. He's branded women, but he writes his own texts. What a loser. Yeah, what a fucking... <laughs> Even, like, middling comedians have at least, like, an assistant to write their text messages. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Well, Chris D'Elia could have used one. <laughs> Yo. You're like, hey, Chris, maybe we don't text that. <laughs> or maybe maybe someone to be the fall guy. That wasn't me that wrote those things. Yeah, that yeah. was my That was my Bob Keen. Yeah, fingerprint the iPhone. It was totally him. Yeah. <laughs> Is my PR guy. My PR so, guy is a So imagine what I drunk. was saying. <laughs> so this is crazy. So last yeah, episode, if you were paying attention or you listened to it, he it, it they needed like three women in a room and like a a hidden camera to, for him to admit some shit. Now, like a few years later, he's just like texting like bitch, I you you're, you're gonna get passed around <laughs> by me and my eighteen other homies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, we're gonna use you to heal ourselves sexually. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Straight up. Not yeah. even the and, bullshit. And that person's like, sure. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay, down. Okay. I'm, I'm trying listening. to make it on Like in Starship Troopers, like, do you want to know more? <laughs> do you want to know more? <laughs> yeah. I'm totally down for fascism. <laughs> <laughs> if it beats the bugs. <laughs> I, I hate bugs. Yeah. <laughs> I hate bugs and I hate my parents. We're building a wall and the bugs will pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they took out South America. You know, the place where all the white people live. <laughs> Some of them are perfectly good people. Yeah, that did look... The, the South America, the Argentina of Starship Troopers looked very much like if the uh, <laughs> all the people that went there after World War II had kind like of It's almost like Paul Verhoeven knew what he was doing when he, he directed it. Mm -hmm. Here's a video of a Mexican bug sucking out somebody's brain. <laughs> all right. So uh, back to the branding. <laughs> 
So the branding was first pitched to the women of uh, DOS as a symbol of their commitment to one another. Um, it's meant to represent, to them, it was meant to represent the elements of the earth. Uh, air, Keith and Ranieri. <laughs> well, let me get through the bullshit. Air, earth, wind, and then the cauterizing pen they use to do the brand is the fourth element, fire. Oh. <laughs> do you remember the 12th of September? <laughs> So I got uh, I got I got more Keith on this. Ooh, yum. Um, so they should say, "Please brand me." It would be an honor, or something like that. An honor I would want to wear for the rest of my life. And they should probably say that before they're held down, so it doesn't seem like they're being they're being coerced. Yeah, wouldn't yeah. want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, cover your tracks, but in text, that's good. Um, uh. The women said uh, they all thought that they were getting a brand that meant something significant, that meant uh, something toward the cause of enlightenment and saving humanity. What it actually was was an ana an anagram. What is it? An amalgam of K R and A M on its side and mirrored backwards. K R Keith Ranieri, A M for Allison Mack. That kind of wow. that that's got to look like the dead Kennedys logo. Yeah. In a anyway. text message, Keith says it was accidental. He says, not in, not initially intended as my initials, but they rearranged it slightly for tribute. In parentheses, <laughs> he says, if it were Abraham Lincoln's or Bill Gates' initials, no one would care. Oh. Well, there's a good reason for that. Because uh <laughs> they weren't branding women with their fucking initials. <laughs> Abe Lincoln was kind enough to take a wife and have her be the... When he was gay the whole time. So, like, that's... <laughs> So that's, you know, a, a little altruistic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Bill Gates is a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, totally. I don't know. I watched a lot of porn in the 90s because of him, so. Yeah, yeah. Bill Gates really uh, took us to our sexual prime, you know? <laughs> and that took hey, man, us right you know out what? of it. So maybe he and Keith Ranieri are closer linked than we thought. Oh, <laughs> if if... Mm, yeah, if Keith was a billionaire, I imagine he yeah. would be able to skirt a lot of things like Bill Gates did under Bill the Gates rug. Bill Gates just looks at Keith Ranieri like, you lacked ambition. You, you did it wrong. <laughs> yeah. You did it all wrong, backwards, really. Yeah. <laughs> you, you want to make a billion dollars first and then become like a sexual yeah, fuck deviant. your friend out of a good idea. <laughs> Not, don't just fuck people. Yeah, fuck people. <laughs> no, fuck an industry. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. One member, Sarah. Wait, I'm confused though, because yeah. one of the text messages didn't he say like you're gonna get branded with my initials and a number? Yes. Did he admit to it? So he admits to it, but it's like, almost like so he that's, lied. It's that's to only it's certain, weird. The, only certain members of. So like Allison and Lauren know. So like I think that text message is between oh. Lauren and oh, Keith. Is is that so, text message in the legal documents? Uh, so Jane oh, wound Doe up one? there. I am not at liberty okay. to disclose. So, so maybe we don't mention any more names. <laughs> but I, I think that's a conversation between like the very tight knit of the DOS that does know about it because uh, there the, are 13 women that do get branded that don't. That don't know. That don't know, that think that yeah. it is. That's got to really that's that's a lot of earth, wind, fire, and water, <laughs> whatever. Oh, wow. You ever seen the fifth element? So it's kind of like that. Uh, well, so but I I'm going to blow burn on you. it? <laughs> yeah, you blow on it. <laughs> Yeah. So one member, Sarah Edmondson, did not know she was getting into and did not like the outcome. Uh, she was uh, the actress that played Natiana on Stargate SG-1. But her career, Wait, which one? Natiana. Natiana. I love Stargate SG-1. I don't remember Natiana. Well, 
Yeah, her career stalled. That's probably why she wound <laughs> oh. up in this fucking yeah, cult. and she got sucked into the Nixium Vortex. By 2009, she was making 14,000 pounds a month, uh, which is essentially, what, like $25,000 a month. Like uh, poverty, really. Training Nixium members. So, uh, bad feels. I'm, I'm, anyways, uh, she's getting... <laughs> She's, but she's ready to get to the next level, baby. Um, she's <laughs> married at the time and has to give one of those tell-all confession confessionals in order to get into DOS and also, you know, submit the nudes. Sure. Uh, which she later said Keith used to get uh, against her both to break up her marriage and sell her house and move to the. You <laughs> can turn compound. nudes into a, a house sale. <laughs> well, did you hear about the That's amazing impressive. trade where the guy traded a paperclip? And he kept trading. Yeah, yeah, he, he just keeps trading house. up. Yeah, yeah, no, so well, yeah, he got a house and then he yacht. It's like that, but he skipped all the other steps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out he had to. Yeah, he had to trade like a, I don't know a case of ballpoint pens for a nude. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got this nude. Next thing, a house. <laughs> it's like the underpants gnomes, but, <laughs> <laughs> but they filled in the middle part before prop. Yeah, <laughs> with nudes. Yeah, nudes. <laughs> step hey, one, step two, steal is. stocks. Nudes. Step two, nudes. Step three, profit. Yeah, you know, like it finally. And then Keith is the prophet. Yeah. Keith ah, is the prophet. You, yeah. you figured it out. It's We're all and the, all the answers are in South Park. We Fuck gotta start yeah. stealing socks, boys. <laughs> <laughs> gotta stop jacking off in them. <laughs> Crusty I'll sell socks. those ones. Um, so the brand took about twenty to thirty minutes and was excruciatingly painful. They did it without anesthesia. It was performed by Dr. Danielle Roberts, a Nixium member and harem member, and thirty-five and hot. Um, <laughs> I mean, are again, you going to let an ugly chick brand you on uh, for 30 minutes? If, if you're going to try to change the world, you can't do it with just anyone. They all have to be super attractive. Also, those brands <laughs> don't take 30, whatever. It's well, I don't. It's if so part You're of it. You're doing it off a hot plate. No, there was there's a there's a quote and I, I might get to it later. But there is a quote where Keith says that uh, like the the pain that we go through shows the love that we have for oh, each sure. other. So that's one of the reasons it probably takes so long. Um so the 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 women are naked. They are being held down by five other women in DOS. The sixth woman, uh, sixth woman, records this on her cell phone uh, later to for posterity Fire. and for submission uh, to Keith. Afterward, they pose together and take a picture and send it to Keith like a Freddy Krueger Christmas fridge photo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daddy! Here, hey, Daddy! Here are my scars. <laughs> This whole thing just sounds like a John Mellencamp song. Just, <laughs> it's so good. Sometimes love don't feel like it should make it blister so good. Yeah. Written by a fucking serial killer. Yeah. 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 So Little all pink houses on your hip. <laughs> That's Little like pink scars on your hip. <laughs> the song that Jack wrote or something. <laughs> Tell a story. Yeah, the guy that washes out of that song. Yeah. <laughs> about Keith and Karen. <laughs> Two American kids. Uh, hey, is that burning skin? <laughs> mm, smells so good. <laughs> Come on, baby. Make it smell like bacon. <laughs> um. So in all, uh, 13 women total were branded. Uh, Keith passed down to Allison, and she ordered that the women take daily pictures of the initials for a month and then weekly for another month. They were supposedly sending them to Dr. Robert so that she could they could track whether or not they were getting infected, but really it's just an opportunity for more nudes. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. Send nudes, bro. 
So the excitement doesn't last long. When when she gets home, uh, Sarah Edmondson's husband notices immediately that <laughs> it's Keith's initials. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see how you're seeing that. Man. Like, like are you, do you look at clouds? Like, I feel like I feel like you're looking at clouds and like, look at this Rorschach test, dude. Like, I think it just Keith's in your head, man. <laughs> It's <laughs> totally not Keith's. But he flipped it and mirrored it. I don't know how you I, can tell. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, you could even see that. It's like, you know, you look at it. You're just like, yeah. oh. It depends on how you look at it, you know? Like, well, if I you see, look at it like this. I see earth, wind, and fire. That's what I see. It is. Yeah, it's the most obviously. It just, it looks. It looks, yeah. The, the hidden thing is the AM. I feel like he kind of. That's had, bullshit. He, he had to work that in to no, make no, no, Mac that's, happy. That's made up. No, I saw that. It's like, okay, the only thing you can see off of this is that. And you can barely see that because a doctor did this? Because this seems very unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the Hippocratic Oath goes with burning somebody. <laughs> well, you know. Just for funsies. Well, it's for a meaningful branding. Well, certainly they didn't do any other harm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she didn't do any abortions or anything. Good heavens, no. Oh, there's only like 85. I think that that's, that, uh, I was going to say that earlier. I think uh, originally uh, this is just like a failed, it's not a sex cult, it's a failed abortion clinic. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, that's like failing in the casino industry. It's like people come to have you kill fetuses. You know how easy it is to kill a baby? <laughs> This is even easier. The thing can't move around. It's right there. Yeah. It's like starting a, a casino and then failing, but then having like an a, like an Alcoholics Anonymous be successful. Yeah, it's You're like, just, wait, what is that? Wait a minute. Like, this isn't why I got into this you business. You kill this thing with a bowling pin. I don't know what you're doing, man. <laughs> so Sarah Sarah obviously freaks out. She wasn't in, into it for it to be part of some sex cult. She just was. She just wanted in, a cool tattoo. Wanted a cool tattoo, women's empowerment, and to make more money off of people. <laughs> she wanted to be the edgy girl late night at a Denny's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, so she decides to report the whole thing to the uh, health department, but the health department says self-mutilation does not fall between the doctor-patient relationship, so you should go to the authorities. Uh, so she does that in the fall of 2017, uh, but they say, they see the text messages, they see that it's voluntary, and they're like, well, this looks voluntary, we're not going to, whatever. So she goes to the New York Times, then the article comes out on October 2017, uh, October 17th, 2017, and then the cops are like, okay, we're going to read it. Well, God. if it's not a felony, it could still be a human interest story. Let's call the, <laughs> let's call the New York Times. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say like. Then the cops said, "Ooh, you should really go see a doctor about this." <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, it's just a fucking loop." <laughs> Son of a bitch! Yeah, have you has someone taken a look at that? It looks infected. <laughs> I, I just came from the doctor. They told me to see you. <laughs> so, go see HR. Yeah. So final note: Doctor Danielle Roberts, the osteopath and former Clifton Park resident uh, in Albany uh, and Nixia member, being investigated for allegations of a professional uh, medical mis misconduct. Really? Uh, but nothing. <laughs> nothing yet. She's still free. However, Doctor Brandon Porter, who performed multiple. "Quote unquote Branding? human brain activity experiments." Who is a Nixia member has had his license revoked because he was performing weird, traumatizing experiments on Nixium women by hooking them up to an EEG machine that monitors brain activity and then showing them real images and videos of murder, rape, and mutilation. What the? So fuck? wait, you're telling me that a bunch of women who were branded got experiments done on them by a doctor named Brandon? 
He is currently that satire is dead. Yeah, yep. your your pun your pun joke was fucking <laughs> terrible. No, Fuck. he was doing real life fucking uh was well, he was clockwork branding orange. Yeah, their brains. He was, doing... he was doing the real life clockwork orange, Bob. But the like... pun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I never go to Doctor Brandon. <laughs> you know Brandon. Brandon Mangala, you know Brandon these, <laughs> Brandon these chicks, you know. <laughs> I gotcha, I gotcha. We got um, there, we got there. So what at the, least that's at, crazy. That's Do you know nuts. anything more about this guy, this Joseph Mangala character the, that's doing the brain? Brandon Porter? Yeah. Well, we, we can get into him. Oh. Because the thing is, we're going to have to do a, a whole, after episode seven, we're going to stop because all, not all the convictions have rolled in because of COVID. So we're going to do a standalone down the road when Keith's conviction, or when his sentencing Or once comes you guys in. give us $1,000. Once Donald Trump that. pardons him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. And makes him Secretary of the Interior. Also, by the way, yeah, cute thing we realized today, he's being held in the same uh, like jail MDC place as uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. So, wow. that's cool. so he's not even the biggest sex cult leader <laughs> in his prison. Yeah, They're in, they're in CB uh, uh, sex cult. I don't know. Like, Do they have like certain sections for like, no, different they're, criminals? They're probably whispering to each other. <laughs> hey, I mean, I would have done it better. <laughs> You're the only one I can relate. Well, like she actually—I mean, honestly, she fucked she up. would have joined. Yeah, she would have. Fu- oh, yeah. she came from a wealthy fucking background and all that. She was just ripe to get fucking. She was lasered. like one of the Bronfmans. She yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. She would join him the same way that Michael Jordan joined <clears throat> a baseball team. Right. <laughs> it, it, just like, well, I got kicked out of that one league. Yeah. I can go down a bit. Yeah, you know, this reminds me of my my my, my glory days. <laughs> I tried being a right hand man to a. To, to Jeff, but really, I just really wanted to be. You know, Keith just treats me like one of the guys. Yeah, you know, like part of the DOS, <laughs> that DOS thing I've that you had going the, on. That's a smart over, move. I've been all over the news so much. It's just cool to be like one of the guys. You yeah. know, so like me, Ghislaine Maxwell, we we get along. <laughs> uh, so at that, I had to end it at with the episode with at least one person getting their fucking comeuppance. Oh, <laughs> finally. Um, but our our next episode puts a bow a on all of it, takes us through the trial. And at least one verdict, and a bunch so of the ones that we're pretty sure are going to end up guilty. At least, yes. Next episode, Fingers we crossed. do the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so get sit yeah, yeah, down. Hit it, hit it, hit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so that yeah, that's my spiel for today. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh I, yeah, that's the come up. I didn't, that's Brandon Porter. That, that was one. all I could give you was the guy that was when because it was immediate. It was like when she like she reported all these people to the health department. The only person that had any consequence up until the arrest and all of that stuff with Keith Ranieri, which we're getting into next episode. And he just mm-hmm. got his license revoked. Is just is this guy who was doing clockwork orange shit to DOS. Women. Yeah, but he can still like get a veterinarian. License, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, I mean, he can start doing it to dogs. If, dude, if your dog is sick, I don't care what he's done before. If he can make my dog better, you know, like he's not all bad. <laughs> well, I mean, all I have dog has demons, and it just needs to be shown Jeez. some some mutilation, hardcore mutilation. See how good do. you have it. <laughs> all I must do is duct tape the fucking dog's eyes open and shows them the deadly murder. Do you think there was ever any? No, I'm not going to. No, no. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you ever mutilated animal and think, well, you know, I think I learned something about the about a, a, a frog's body. We could help another frog. This one's fucked, but. <laughs> 
Anybody else? Yeah, ever? I think that's the, that's, <laughs> that's the point of high school science classes. <laughs> anybody else? Fuck ever, these things up. So anybody that, else ever cruise Skid Row to see if you had somebody you wanted to see what their tendons look like? Anybody? Uh, we haven't really been to LA that long. Oh, I lived there for well, three years. I've seen it. There's there's a couple of those here just under the right under ninety four victims, <laughs> future victims of Andre Asher. <laughs> That, I, I feel like that just takes so much work. I'm too lazy. Right. I, yeah. I'm not into the lab work of being That's a what sex I realized criminal. researching this is I'm literally too lazy to even be Keith Ranieri, the laziest fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's too much effort. Yeah. Well, these are the kind of people we're discussing. So, yeah, but stay tuned for next episode. We have a great one. We uh, we wrap it up as best as we can. And uh, it's <laughs> it's an ongoing thing. So it's. Yeah, but it's it's. It's it's our final chapter on it for a while. I think I yeah. think I, I think we I get to a good place on it. Ooh, get I can't good, wait. Get get Keith good and fucked. And, I can uh, dig it. <laughs> well, this has been blood in the sand. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can follow Bob Keen on Instagram at the Bob Keen at the Bob Keen on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, <clears throat> I'll probably start a TikTok at some point, but that's how you'll know I'm talking to women too young for me. So <laughs> here's hoping I never end up on TikTok. But uh, and then uh, yeah, Facebook, uh, uh, Bob Keen, and then uh, you can find Blood on the Sand on Instagram uh, at Blood on the Sand Official. Yeah, uh, yeah. Throw it around to Andre. Yeah, follow me at, uh, at Hashem for Comedy uh, on Instagram. But most importantly, donate to uh, Patreon at Blood on the Sand so that I can. Uh, get like court records and stuff like that and get more information it really just goes it's not for us it's just so that I can get more information for these things because that drives me nuts when I can't get all of it uh, the freedom of information act oddly enough is not free it's not free yeah you can get yeah. it it's free it's it's, it's free allowed to yeah. get it but, but you, you have, have to pay, pay. yeah it's, it's so like only fans we have to pay to pay to get to get contact yeah. to get fucked yeah not that I would know um, Everything's a cult. Yeah, all you got to do is uh, for for only three dollars on our Patreon, uh, the sh- the price of a of a well whiskey shot. Yeah, you can you can support our habit of well whiskey shot. And at some point we'll have content on there. It'll be yeah. Great. At, at some point we will, we'll stop getting drunk off of it. <laughs> I haven't been drunk in three days. Thank Four. You, oh, hey, what day is it? Five. Not me. Four. How many coins? Sunday is morning. That? <laughs> Bob's currently hammering a beer. <laughs> I, uh, correction, I'm currently hammering my fourth beer. Ah. Uh, and I am uh, Michael Johnson. Uh, you can find me at The Real Mikesta. I don't uh, do anything on Instagram, and I don't do anything on Facebook or anything else. Maybe so, you can um, try it. Yeah. I wouldn't, but. Yeah. Go I mean, fuck I yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>